This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Monday morning. September 19th, 2022, we had some lightning and thunder this morning. That's the end of the streak of nice sunny days here in the Midwest, but uh, well, welcome to Rainstorm to uh, keep the grass green, get us ready for the fall month here, just right around the corner, a couple more days left till summer officially ends. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Let's start off with our headlines for this uh, Monday morning. Let's begin with headline number five. U.S. stocks fell to two-month low as the Fed looks to increase interest rates by 75 basis points for a third time. From Reuters, all three major U.S. stock indexes slid to levels not touched since mid-July with the S&P 500 closing below 3,900. Staggering past the finish line of a week rattled by inflation concerns, looming interest rate hikes, and ominous economic warning signs, the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ suffered their worst weekly percentage plunges since June. Investors Business Daily. In the wake of Tuesday's Consumer Price Index, Markets reinforced expectations of a third straight Fed rate hike of 75 basis points. Right now, the market is leaning toward yet another 75 basis point rate hike in November, followed by 25 or 50 basis points in December. That would push the Fed target rate to either four to four and a quarter or four and a quarter to four and a half versus expectations of 3.75 to 4% before the CPI report. Okay, so this is a direct problem of the Biden administration for their excessive spending. This is what causes inflation. This is what causes the interest rate hikes. They're trying to get control of the inflationary pressure by raising interest rates. We're in a very, very precarious situation right now. We're looking at the possibility of stagflation, which is a recession and inflation combined together which is looming dark clouds for the future. That's what happens when we have uh, usually Democrats that are in uh, power. They spend, spend, spend. They regulate. They cut the energy. They have uh, no common sense, no idea how economies work. They're based on their ideology and their desire for power. That's what drives them. They don't care about the American people. They care about their agenda. They care about their ideology. And it could be intentional. You understand anything about the Great Reset coming out of the Davos, then it's a possibility this could be intentional as well. But inflation is most definitely on the rise. They're trying to get a handle on it by raising interest rates. And that's exactly what's going on right now. All right, headline number four. Governor Newsom signs package of green energy bills, increasing California's dependency on clean energy. From CBS, Governor Gavin Newsom signed a sweeping package of bills Friday to expand California's reliance on clean energy and reduce carbon emissions moves, he said, further establish the state as a global climate leader. The new laws 
include proposals aimed at reducing exposure to gas and oil pollution in communities of color, expanding clean energy jobs, and accelerating the state's timeline for getting most of its electricity from renewable energy sources. Newsom signed them following a record-breaking heat wave that forced California to rely more heavily on natural gas for its electricity production. From the Hill, the advancement of the bill's constituents, an essential piece of the governor's California climate commitment, a $54 billion action plan that aims to create 4 million jobs, according to Newsom's office. From the Hill, this comes just after California experienced rolling blackouts due to energy grid strain. So again, Democrats running a country with their ideologies, putting unnecessary pressures on the California citizens by pushing these radical climate ideas without any concern for the general purpose of fossil fuels to run their economy, which causes rising prices and puts strains on the electrical grid that it once collapses will completely destroy their state, which is a very real possibility if they continue to go down this road. But it's uh, an ideological push. It's uh, a governor that sees the Green New Deal as like a religion, that they have to uh, address it as if the whole world depends upon it, which hasn't been proven, and yet still they're pushing their ideas that they need to rely mostly on clean energy, and at the same time they cut the fossil fuels and regulate it out of existence, which just makes the whole situation much, much more worse than it needs to be. Democratic state, California, leads to problems with energy. All right, headline number three. Governor Newsom challenges Governor Ron DeSantis to a debate. Insider California Governor Gavin Newsom has challenged Florida Governor Ron DeSantis to a debate prior to the gubernatorial elections in November. Both governors are up for re-election in November, but pundits continue to speculate whether they will run for president in 2024. Gavin Newsom, hey, Governor Ron DeSantis, clearly you're struggling, distracted, and busy playing politics with people's lives. Since you have only one overriding need, attention, let's take this up and debate. I'll bring my hair gel, you bring your hairspray, name the time before election day. Okay, so Governor Newsom is just trying to goat Governor DeSantis in debating him, which obviously is just a push for the presidential elections in 2024. What does the debate between two governors have anything to do with their state's local governor's race? It's on right now, 2024. We we know that Governor Newsom will try to make a run for president, and I'm sure that uh, it's a good possibility that Governor DeSantis will probably run also, uh, regardless of what Donald Trump does. So that's what it is. It's a beginning salvo for the 2024 presidential race between Governor Gavin Newsom and Governor Ron DeSantis. All right, headline number two, Tulsi Gabbard on VP Harris calling border secure. She's blatantly lying. From the Daily Wire, former Democratic House member Tulsi Gabbard scorched Vice President Kamala Harris for claiming the Mexican border is secure, saying the vice president has no business being a heartbeat away from the presidency. Tulsi Gabbard, Kamala Harris' statement that we have a secure border is further evidence that she's either completely disconnected from reality or she's blatantly lying. 
Either way, she has no business being a heartbeat away from the presidency. From the Washington Examiner, Gabbard tweeted her thoughts in the wake of a report that 199,000 immigrants were met at the border in July alone, according to U.S. Customs and Border Protection. That makes the total number of crossings since last October at over 1.9 million, which is already more than the 1.7 million who crossed from October 2020 to September 2021. Okay, listen to uh, Kamala Harris in her own words on Meet the Press with Chuck Todd. We're going to have 2 million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border is secure? We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. So it sounds to me like Tulsi Gabbard is correct. She is most definitely lying. I, I don't even think she's been down to the border. So she's just promoting her open borders policy without any concern for the results of Two million people coming across the border in a year's time. And we're seeing all these uh, sanctuary cities where a lot of these border towns are shipping these illegal immigrants. And they're all whining and crying because they can't handle 50 people in Martha's Vineyard. You would think with all their mansions and their multi-bedroom homes, they would welcome these immigrants into their homes, share a little wine and some cheese samplers with them, and really welcome them to the... um, free new world. But no, they want to send them out. Let the military come in and have them removed. Send them out to a military base. Feed them Rice Krispies and Fruit Loops. Yeah, this is how the Democratic liberals run and how they roll. They're not concerned about immigrants. They just want open borders so they can maintain their power through their voting blocks. So again, Tulsi Gabbard has it correct. Obviously, Kamala Harris is lying out her teeth. All right, headline number one. D.C. mayor on migrants being sent to her sanctuary city were not Texas. From the Daily Wire, Washington, D.C. Democratic Mayor Muriel Bowser complained Friday that the nation's capital is not equipped for the influx of illegal immigrants being sent by red state governors fed up with porous Mexican border. The Democrat mayor spoke days after two buses Texas GOP Governor Greg Abbott sent from Del Rio dropped off 100 illegal immigrants in front of Vice President Kamala Harris's official residence at the Naval Observatory. Abbott and fellow GOP chief executives Ron DeSantis of Florida and Doug Ducey of Arizona have stepped up their efforts to bring the border crisis to blue states and cities. From the Citizen Free Press, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, We're not a border town. We don't have an infrastructure to handle this type of and level of immigration to our city. We're not Texas. And what's that got to do with anything, Muriel Bowser? We're not Texas. What do you think? Do you think the Texans are real happy about all those migrants coming into their city? They've got much, much more than you do. You have 100 illegal immigrants coming into your city, and you're whining and crying. They have 2 million coming across their borders. So what's that all about? If you have any complaints, you don't have complaints to the governors, why don't you go to your executive president, Joseph Biden, and tell him to stop his open border policy if you want to stop them sending these illegal immigrants up to your city and causing problems for your infrastructure. It has nothing to do with those governors. They're just a result of the symptoms of an open border. So don't complain to them. Complain to your president, okay? All right, folks, that's your top five headlines for this Monday morning, September the 19th, 2022. 
Thanks for joining us this week on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandermark. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful start to the new week. God bless you, and we'll see you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquise Vandermark. And let's never forget, America is great, and we affirm it. 